Hey, Eau Claire, it's a new year, and while it's cold outside, things are heating up downtown. We resolve this year to support Downtown Eau Claire Incorporated's efforts to engage with downtown businesses and events. Mark your calendars and be sure to not miss all the happenings and goings of our vibrant downtownscape. Visit us at downtowneauclair.org for a full list of upcoming events, programs, and an updated look at your winter wear. Hello everyone, Talk of the Town is up and running in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, USA. I'm Scott Montesano, and this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. Hey, welcome to 2024. The rule is, you have until this weekend, you have until Sunday, January the 7th, to wish people a, a happy new year and to ask if they had a great uh, Christmas and a great holiday season. You got until the end of this weekend, so take advantage of it. Then the moratorium on the Happy New Year's come to an end. But great to be back. I hope everybody enjoyed a couple of weeks uh, sabbatical for a number of people. They were off last week. A number of people are still off this week. And even those that are working or worked last week, it was sort of like a working vacation last week not a lot was done and even this week there's not necessarily a lot being done though if you're like me and with the way the 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 work schedule goes and all that you found yourself on tuesday hustling and bustling and feeling like you were a in a in a dead-on sprint to catch up after uh, some time away and some time to relax with the family and with that in mind we got to get right into some things that happened <clears throat> over the holidays, and namely with embattled Chippewa County Sheriff Travis Hakes. A lot of stuff dropping just before Christmas and then last week in regards to Travis Hakes, who, again, I think the term embattled is probably the best way of putting it. There's been a lot that has not looked right with just the way he is able to handle the job. And we'll get we'll, we'll we'll touch base here in a moment, but I'll jump right to it. It's getting to the point. In fact, it already has been to the point where probably the best scenario for all sides involved is for him to either resign or to come out and admit mistakes as opposed to constantly trying to fight this. Now, we're not going to go through all the little things that were brought up with a fine-tooth comb in the last couple of weeks, whether from the Chippewa County DA or from the Human Resources Director. What I want to address this to is to those individuals that are still the ardent Travis Hakes supporters. And many of the people that are his most fervent supporters aren't necessarily even supporters of him as an individual. They're more so the type of people that just do not like authority or whatever. It, it, it could be anything. If you have a group that is against one individual, they'll always side with the individual as opposed to the group because they like the disruptor, and sometimes the disruptor is good, but sometimes a disruptor 
is not so good. So, overall, over the holidays, more issues concerning Travis Hakes, more controversy than you typically have for any type of local elected position. And that is alarming. You just do not see the amount of issues that you've had here. And it's not just one thing. It's not though it's though, hey, all the employees, it's not as though employees are upset with him because he's too hard on them. It's not an issue that he keeps breaking this one certain code of conduct. No, it's it's a bunch of things from a bunch of different angles. That is what is alarming. And why is he unique? He isn't the only local leader that isn't universally beloved. So why is it that he constantly has all of this coming at him? To those thinking he is being scapegoated or has enemies, you think he's the only one? There are plenty, for instance, that want Stephanie Hirsch out as the city manager in Eau Claire. And you'll occasionally hear stories rumble underneath the surface, but nothing substantial, nothing that could be verified, nothing that has warranted the city council to want to revisit it, even with public calls for her job from people like the Leader Telegram. Travis Hakes, a different situation. And why is that? And I think that's what is concerning. And it's concerning in that it's got to be that bad. I understand that I say it's concerning, leaning towards maybe a change is necessary. Others of you, other of you hear that and go, there's corruption or some sort of, of big issue going on in Chippewa County. But I come back to this. Why is he being scapegoated? Why does he have the enemies? He's not necessarily special, other than we're all a little special, I guess. You had over the holidays the human resources director in Chippewa County clapping back at Travis Hakes after he made accusations that couldn't be verified. He claimed people weren't given promotions until he got there. Before he got there, there were individuals he claims that had been stopped from getting certain promotions due to their appearance, due to personal dislikes, and then when he got there, he cleaned that up and got those people elevated. It's a plausible story. The problem is it can't be verified. The human resources director could not verify it. That the people that he claimed had not gotten promotions, one, would not verify his own story, and two, the records showed they had gotten all the promotions they had asked for. So that does not come across as good for Travis Hakes. And I will say, those that aren't necessarily happy with the tone the human resources director took in clapping back at him, at scolding him, one adult to another, I can understand if... You get frustrated a little bit at that. But I think it goes to show the frustration that there is amongst local leaders in Chippewa County over Travis Hakes and what appears to be a guy that's in over his head in terms of this leadership position 
that he is in. You've got Wade Newell, the district attorney in Chippewa County. Remember, they're looking into all the stuff that has transpired, and one thing that's come out now publicly, though it was public record until this, was that Wade Newell brought up a case from when Travis Hakes was in Shatek as a police officer, and the Brady Law may have been invoked. That's the situation. You can go and look that up yourself. But basically what that is is a police officer for lack of a better term, tampers with evidence. Now, that it, it sounds a lot worse than it is, though it is pretty bad. But namely, y- you talk too much during a uh, when you're talking to somebody at the scene. For, for instance, go for instance, uh, a, a speeding case. Even we'll keep it simple. You, you pull somebody over for speeding. You say some things you shouldn't say to the person that you pulled over in May. Uh, taint the evidence all right we're not talking about going in and physically tainting the evidence but maybe you say something or you you say you're going to turn off your body camera if somebody agrees to do xyz that kind of thing wade newell brought up that case in chatek brought up the fact that right now he can't trust anything that travis hakes were to bring forth now in chippewa county because of that and he's asking travis hakes to recuse himself from any investigations in Chippewa County, that's not a good sign. You do have the current police chief in Shatek, who was the police chief in Shatek when Travis Hakes was there. And Travis Hakes, by the way, resigned when potential Brady Law issues came up. He was either going to be investigated or given the opportunity to resign, and he resigned. The current police chief in Chatek, much like the, the city leaders in Elk Mound, remember Travis Hakes resigned in Elk Mound as well, he comes to his defense. The Chatek police chief, many of the city leaders in Elk Mound, the same people that asked for and accepted his resignation from two previous positions, they come to his defense. But these, again, are the same people who asked him to resign in their positions. So people don't want him, but he's a nice guy. It seems like Travis Hakes must be just a really nice guy. Looks like a happy guy, has a smile on his face. They don't want him, but they say you have him. That's what it is. He's a nice guy. Maybe he's not the greatest at X, Y, and Z. Maybe he's not the greatest at the actual execution of something, but he's a nice guy. I don't want him. But I'll write the letter of recommendation so somebody else can have it. It's like this. I don't want that guy to paint my house, but he should paint yours. Well, why don't you want him to paint your house? Well, don't worry about why I don't want him to paint my house, but he should paint your house. This is not a political witch hunt with Travis Hakes. It's not a political witch hunt. You heard rumblings about Travis Hakes before the election, during the election. Now, these weren't brought up during the campaigns, likely because from a marketing standpoint, when you're running for local elections, negative campaigning is extremely risky and usually does not help you win 
it also, if you were to lose, is a stain on you. It's not worth it. People knew some of the issues here and there with Travis Hicks going in, his opponents, but they weren't going to bring it up because you just don't do it. And then also everyone has some dirty laundry lying on the floor. So I'm not going to bring up mine. You don't bring up yours. So those saying, why is it now coming out? It, it's always been there publicly. We just never had a reason to go look for it, and it turned out it was there all along. It's like a raccoon living behind your shed in the backyard. If you've never actually looked behind the shed, you have no idea the raccoon's there. And then one day you have a reason to look behind the shed. Oh, there's been a raccoon here all the time. For those of you out there who are against the man, a lot of the people that are supporters of Travis Higgs are people that are simply against the man, whoever the man is. You don't like the, the, the authority unless you're in the authority. You think there's some sort of Illuminati that's, that's pulling the strings and everything. You want to drain the swamp and all of that. That doesn't mean Travis Higgs is your guy. It is okay to want to, again, as I said before, have a disruptor in there. I voted for disruptors. Sometimes you need to sometimes you need to throw a little water in the vinegar. Sometimes you need to have those ripples. But that doesn't mean everybody that is a disruptor is the guy or somebody that you have to throw your weight behind. The guy may be very well meaning, Travis Hakes and want to do a good job. But he just isn't good right now. He doesn't know how to, and yes, this is a thing, play ball with the people in Chippewa County. We had all the issues that came up before. Since then, tried to, he tried to take a shot. He tried to, take, he tried to I don't want to say... It's hard to say, uh, you know, conjure up this story of promotions and all that, but he took a swing there in the two, three months since Chippewa County brought this all to light and we had the big stories in October. You haven't heard anything from Travis Hakes in terms of trying to really make good. He's just trying to fight fire with fire. Travis Hake stepping down. He's only a year on the job. But him stepping down, if he were to step down on his own accord, or being strongly encouraged to, is not disenfranchising the Chippewa County voter. It's not disenfranchising the voter. I love that, people throwing out disenfranchising. It's as though people got a Scrabble set for Christmas. It's like George Santos. Voters may have chosen differently with new information. It's why we have this series of checks and balances and what have you. And I keep coming back to this. Oh, you know, it's, it's, it, the Chippewa County leaders are, are railroading against him. They didn't want him. They wanted somebody else. You think they want everybody that's in position of power? Why, again, is he the one? Travis Hake should step down. 
him staying as the Chippewa County Sheriff is only out of hubris. His ego and this notion that he doesn't want, quote-unquote, them, whoever that is, to win. If he truly has the community's best interests in mind, he goes to the Chippewa County leaders, and they begin to plan the exit strategy. That would be option one. Option 1A, I would give him this. He's got to fall on the sword. And if, and if nobody, if the, if the county won't let him speak like this, then that is a problem. But Travis Haig should go in front of the media. He's got no problem talking to the media. He's got no problem if somebody were to call him up and talk. It's one of the issues that got him the trouble a few months ago. He should stand there and go, I got to be better. You, 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 you call even a press conference, if you will. I've got to be better. I've got to be better as a leader. I've got to be better as the CEO of this operation. Being the CEO of the operation is a very difficult task. Everybody wants to be the boss until they are the boss. And you start realizing being the boss is a lot of nuances. Being a leader amongst your team at a lower level is different than being the leader in a CEO position. It just is. So either one, step down, or two, come forth right now and say, I've got to be better. I've learned a lot this year, things that I did that made me very likable to people and got me a lot of friends and got me a lot of support over the years. I can't operate the exact same way in a CEO position. I can't operate in the exact same way here. I've got to mature into the position even more. Again, he clearly must be a likable guy. Travis Hakes clearly must be a likable guy. Because people he's worked with will come to his defense. Even people that signed off on him basically being fired will come to his defense. That is admirable. That is a very solid trait. Yet, they also, again, don't want him working for them. That's key. That is a sign of a guy who may mean well, but maybe is not up for the actual job. This isn't about him as a person at this point. Those who want to defend Travis Hakes because he's a nice guy, this isn't about him being a nice guy. I'm assuming he is a good guy. But there is so much controversy. He doesn't know how to operate, a comp- operate in a company setting. And yes, you are not autonomous. You need people like the district attorney and the HR director to work with you. They don't necessarily have to like you. They don't necessarily have to want to go have a beer with you. But this all has to work in concert with each other. And it just doesn't feel like in Chippewa County, things are working in concert with each other. This isn't about disagreements. And the reality is, this is a reality, yes. He is replacing a guy in Jim Kowalczyk who had been there forever. And many times it's difficult to be the guy who replaces the guy. So those of you out there saying... 
this group of people now, they're just unhappy because of the change, and he came in and wanted to do things differently. You're right, but that is on Travis Hakes. That is on him. He signed up for that. He should have known that. That is a skill. That's why they always say, you don't want to be the guy that replaces the guy. You want to be the guy that replaces the guy who replaced the guy. But there are a lot of situations where somebody new comes in. Which remember this, no matter what you may think or all this, things were not entirely broken in Chippewa County with Jim Kowalczyk. Are there stories? Absolutely, we can find stories about anybody. Does it mean that Travis Hakes should have gone in there and not changed anything? Absolutely not. But work with people. Work with people, and, we, we, and this is why this is a very deep issue. The the uh, his workplace decorum was an issue. All right, so that's an issue. I'm now getting on the fact of he even as more of this has come to light, he's he's d- done more fighting than he has trying to work with people. You're getting more fire. You're getting more gas thrown on the fire with the district attorney throwing that thing out there. They, they just don't trust him. This hasn't gotten better since October. That is what I think is very alarming here. This has not gotten better since October. There's a path that when this all came out in October, and they're not going to try to invoke anything to get the, you know, they're not going to try to invoke anything yet and get him out of there. But since October, clearly the people that are the leaders of Chippewa County have not been impressed by how he's acted since then. If you go with the idea that they only they don't like him because they liked the previous guy who'd been there forever, you're going to do so much... If you go with this idea that you are going to do so much better than the previous guy... It rubs people the wrong way. There are ways to use that to your advantage. Travis Hicks could have used that to his advantage, that he was replacing somebody that a lot of people liked and all that. He could have used that to his advantage. So we'll see. As we move into 2024, that story is going to have more to come with it. It absolutely is. And what I hope the ending to that story is is it's something that, for Travis Hake's own good, he can control. I think the pathway is there, still, for him to go out on his own accord, or at least control it more. And for all the issues he's had in this first year, behind the scenes, for all the issues, it does not mean he cannot be better doesn't mean he can improve. Absolutely. Anybody in a position, you want them to get better year after year after year. But as it stands right now, I think he's got two choices. One, you cut bait, you say, I'm resigning, and you step down. Or two, you come forth and say, yeah. You know, I, you, you can do it in PR speak however you want, where you don't necessarily give the leaders the... Well, let me take that back. 
give the Chippewa County leaders, many of whom have been in these political arenas longer than you, what they want a little bit, a little humility. Give them a little humility. Say, hey, I gotta be, I gotta be better. I think that there's some mis I think there's been some misinformation. I think there's been some miscommunication. And I want to start fresh with everybody. I want to start fresh. Uh, moving on. Uh, one little story. We, we, we knew about the Haven House. Remember the uh, shelter in downtown Eau Claire? Its location uh, got sold. It's moved down the road now into that former pawn shop in downtown Eau Claire. We know what is going in place of the Haven House. The building had been sold, thus pushing the Haven House out. It'll be a cat cafe. A cat cafe, which is connected with the Humane Society. Uh, not a major issue, but something does seem a little dirty about one nonprofit pushing out another, but th that's not a big story. Something just kind of, you know, rubbed me the wrong way when I initially looked at that, but it's not an issue. It's not it's not something I, I don't I don't think the Humane Society purposely pushed out the the Haven House or anything along those lines. I think it's more coincidence than anything like that. But this cat cafe, which is connected with the Humane Society, is going to go into the former Haven House location. And despite what I just said, it's interesting and unique for downtown and something that I love to see. Now, I am not a cat person, and you will probably never see me in there. I don't dislike cats, but I also don't want to go into a place of business. And that'd be the same with almost any animal, unless it's a zoo that is populated by numerous animals that have probably more free reign moving around than the human customers that are there. But I think it's something that, again, is unique for downtown. It's something that is interesting for downtown and something that has been a proven success in some other markets. And I love the idea that they have. The Humane Society wants to utilize this place as people go they get a cup of coffee, they hang out with friends, and hey, maybe they see a couple cats there, and they want to adopt those cats. Now, I think you can bring your own cat, but the big thing is there's, go there's going to be cats that the Humane Society has that are going to roam around that cafe. The Humane Society is going to populate that cafe with its own cats, if you will, that are available for adoption. And I think that's a wonderful idea. It's not necessarily something that's my cup of coffee, if you will. But I think it is an amazing idea. And I believe the one that they had in Menominee was successful until the pandemic killed it. That was one of the businesses that did not survive the closure back in 2020. But I believe the one in Menominee had been successful. And you hear stories around the country of these things being successful. This is something that will only exist downtown. Now, you can get a cup of coffee at a bunch of places, but this is for cat lovers, and the cats are literally all over these places. It's not really a place to sit and do work like some other cafes are. It's more of a social experience. So it's a differential thing as well. It's not just another cafe. It's not just another coffee house opening up. It's something very, very unique. So I wish them the best of luck with this cat cafe and obviously being tied in with the Humane Association is uh, a good thing as well. 
uh, with that. Uh, one other thing, too, uh, of course, we're getting done with the holiday break, and I think now as everybody gets into January, you see it's, you know, you look at the forecast, it's going to be colder and all that. Hope everybody enjoyed their holiday break. I saw uh, the uh, Willy Wonka movie, highly recommend it. Uh, enjoyable two-hour flick, the Wonka movie, saw that. <clears throat> uh, ate too much food. In fact, as I look into the camera for the Facebook live feed, I feel as though I've got three chins. I am not feeling my sexiest at the moment. Hence the reason a lot of gyms are going to be full the next couple of weeks. Uh, the biggest thing, though, was you had the lack of snow. Now, I went back to upstate New York for Christmas. We did have a little snow, but for the most part, it was a green Christmas there as well. And temperatures were in the 40s, and it it kind of smelled like spring at one point. The lack of snow, whether it's here, whether it was in the Northeast, it didn't ruin the holiday. If the, if the lack of snow ruined the holiday for you, there were other things that were at play. But it was like a theater production that feels forced and doesn't suck you in. Or a TV show breaking the fourth wall. It was noticeably different. You didn't get pulled in to the Christmas time spirit. It was still Christmassy. People could still put their trees up. You open presents and all of that. It was still Christmas. People still had their traditions. But it did. Again, it was like a. It was like a high school. It was like a a high school production of Oklahoma that seemed kind of disjointed, and yet you, you kind of realized you were in a theater. You didn't get whisked away into a magical world. Same thing here. You you'd look out on Christmas Eve and didn't look like Christmas and Christmas morning didn't look like Christmas so it was noticeably different again like breaking the fourth wall on a TV show look at the forecast though folks uh, the cold weather at the very least is coming back alright we've got another installment of uh, Talk of the Town coming up with you on Thursday of this week should be another live installment on Thursday by the way lots of new shows and also uh, old favorites returning here in January on Eau Claire Hometown Media. Make sure you check them all out. On behalf of everyone who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Montesano saying there's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody.